Wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. To achieve your dreams, goals, and desires, it means mastering your thoughts. And mastering your thoughts means that you must master your attention. Hey, it's Penny here and back with another episode of Design Your Destiny. And I've been having a lot of conversations around thoughts and feelings and what comes first when we are dealing with our mindset. So many people, um, myself included, I used to be one of these people, get caught up in doing all of the things that we have to do. I mean, as a responsible business owner, there is a time in business where you're juggling a lot of balls in the air and then you begin to build team. Then you're juggling becoming a leader and handing things off. Then you're moving into refining the way that you're doing things, which hopefully you're refining the way that you do things all along. But as we all know, there are bottlenecks that we can get into in business. When it comes to these things, we can really get bogged down in following through on the actions. And we can even step into a place of, you know, forgetting, not consciously choosing, but we, we lose sight of our goals and we become focused on achieving these short-term gains that get us to our goals right? And so when we're focusing all of our attention on the reward of the short-term gain, we're getting these little dopamine hits, right? And it can condition our brain to continually be looking for the next thing that we need to do. When we're head down in the doing of our business, all of the things that must be done, the things that must be handled until we're getting to a point that we can hand these things off, our minds can go into a state of habit, just head down, get it done, head down, get it done. And sometimes when we do these things, we're, we're in the zone, we're in flow, like our, 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 you know, Emotional mind is just kind of pushed to the side and we're, we're focused in and things are just flowing through and we're oblivious to the world around us. But other times we're doing things out of habit. It's just another task that has to be done. Oh my gosh, let me put my head down. Let me get this done. And when we're working out of habit, we're not being mindful. 
And when we're not being mindful, our subconscious mind is running the show underneath the surface. Now, you may say, well, you know, habits are, habits are good. Habits are good things. Yes, habits are good things. But when we operate out of habit, meaning that we're not being mindful in what we're doing and our attention actually on the task, then we actually have subconscious thoughts that run all the time. It's, it's like the monkeys in the circus. They just don't stop unless you learn to be mindful and quiet your mind because you can be working on something out of, out of habit. Um, say it's a task that you don't like very much and you haven't outsourced it yet, or you're in a crunch and you're like, you know what, in the time it takes me, and this is actually a bad habit to have in business, I know that, in the time that it takes me to communicate this, make sure it gets done, get it reported back, I can just do it faster myself. So there comes a point in business where that becomes a control issue, but when you're new and you're learning to navigate those things, it's easy to fall into, I know, because I've been there, and I've had to force myself to step back, be patient, and hand things off unless it's urgent. But, you know, when you're, you're doing these things, your mind is underneath the surface, you know, I don't want to be doing this, right? You may not be thinking about it while you're doing it, you're going through the motions, but your mind is going through all of these stressful thoughts underneath, like when is the pressure going to end? How long are we going to keep doing this, right? Um, I need some help and it creates stress and tension in our body. Or the other side of that could be if you had had someone on your team who was doing this before and say you got burned underneath the surface, your mind could be going, you know what, I just, I can't find anybody I trust to do this. I can't find anyone who speaks in my voice. I can't find anyone who is consistent and stays on task. Why can't I hire anybody good? You may not be thinking these things, but the mind is running them underneath the surface. So these thoughts, they are reinforcing the idea that you can't. They are reinforcing limitations in your mindset, in your business. Even if you have the intention to go out and hire someone and hire a team, it might delay that decision. And you don't even understand really why you're delaying the decision, but it's because you've run this story subconsciously in your mind so many times that there is a sense of, uh, you could say dread. There could be resentment from past experiences. There could be feelings of not trusting yourself to get the right team feelings that you I would actually say the thought of you know maybe I don't know enough about how to hire the right team member that's identification of a knowledge gap but if it's going into well I'm not smart enough to do this well then that's a self-esteem issue so these thoughts can run underneath the surface now this pattern can apply to business deals it can apply to joint ventures. It can apply to partnerships. It could apply to restructuring your business. Thoughts 
can run underneath the surface in regards to anything. And they can be limiting your choices in your business because you may lack the focus. You may lack the clarity. You may get the sense that something doesn't feel right about a situation, but you don't know why. So you pass on it. And then later you're like, damn, that would have been the best opportunity. I don't know why I passed on that. And it's because whatever the undercurrent is running subconsciously, it didn't feel like a good thing to do. So if you want to get the most out of your business, if you want to get the most out of your life, you must master your attention. And when you master your attention, you will master your thoughts because you cannot master your thoughts unless your attention is on what you're thinking, unless your attention is on what it is that you are doing so that your subconscious mind is not running the show. You don't, I'm going to tell you, you do not have to be a yogi or an expert at meditation, those kinds of things to master your attention and to master your thoughts. It takes practice. It takes time. But spending that little bit of effort to notice what it is you're thinking, to observe your thoughts while you're doing a task will make a difference because you might be surprised to find what's running through your mind just before suddenly make you feel anxious and then it begins to creep out into other areas of your life right they mentioned something and they started their statement with the words what if and my response to them was have you considered that what if is the seeds of anxiety like that's it's the fertile ground it's it's where it all starts and they replied with well I thought asking what if is a good thing like you know what if this problem happens or what if this doesn't work out or you know what if this integration fails now to give you uh you know some perspective on this you know, in business, we need to anticipate, right? So whether, you know, you're someone in tech and you're, you're, you're building funnels and automations and those things, or, you know, you're in anesthesia like I was and you're dealing with critically ill patients, or, you know, you're a COO in a company and you're rolling out something new, it's your job to anticipate where, you know, things may get a little bumpy, a little rocky, and to make sure that you have things and people in place to lifeguard those areas to keep things running smoothly. Well, that's fine in business. It's fine to sit there and say, okay, um, what if a client comes in at this stage and this and this, then what happens? Okay, then what happens next? And what happens next so that you can identify any breakdowns and make sure that those don't happen. So your clients, your customers, your partners, whoever it is, um, have a really good experience. However, if this becomes a habit, 
and a pattern of thinking, and we don't have that awareness, this what if can become a pattern in our everyday life. It can become a pattern in our own interactions with people around us and our own interactions in different situations. So now what we're doing is we're future surfing. We're out here and we're giving our brain all of these made up scenarios that are potentially unsafe. They're unpleasant. And what are we doing? We're stimulating our nervous system. We're stimulating our nervous system. And it's going to begin to be like, wait, well, wait a minute. Why would I want to go into this partnership? Because, oh my God, all these terrible things might, might happen. And then all these feelings come up. And when all these feelings come up, you don't have the clarity and you don't have the objectivity to make a good and healthy decision for your business. You don't have the clarity and the objectivity to make a good, healthy decision for yourself. So ways of thinking, ways of questioning, ways of evaluating things can become a habit. And that habit doesn't stop with the business. It doesn't stop with the troubleshooting. That habit will carry over into every area of your life. So asking what if does seem like it could be a good thing because it helps you to deliver a service when you're in the business of troubleshooting things for people and making sure things go smoothly and implementing better systems. But you don't want that to come into other areas of the business because it will slow you down. It will limit you. So look at what it is that you're saying to yourself and say, huh, when I ask myself this question, how is that making me feel, right? How's it making me feel? What, you know, is it a valid question to ask? Is the answer something that is preposterous? right? So if the answer is something that is just out of this world and makes no sense, but it's driving all of these feelings inside of you, you know, you're asking a very bad question. If you have to ask yourself, what if? Ask yourself, what if it all turns out just fine, right? I, I don't even like asking what if. I actually discourage my clients from asking that question because nine times out of 10, when they ask what if, their mind is looking for worst case scenarios. It is looking for danger to avoid. And that's because your brain is wired to survive. So this is a natural response unless you master your attention so that you can master your thinking. So hopefully, that example really comes across and it helps you to take a deeper look at the way you're using your thoughts, the way you're asking yourself questions. Because, you know, once I had this conversation with this person around what if, it really began to knock down a lot of dominoes over the way they were thinking about different things. And this person you know, is um, someone who's well-versed in sales psychology. They're well-versed in human response and how important words are 
but they had never stopped to think about how these words are impacting their um, sense of safety. And when I say sense of safety, I'm saying that more from a brain-based standpoint, but the, the sense that everything is okay, that they're smart enough, that they're good enough, and that things are going to work out okay, that they can trust themselves. Because your self-talk, your inner thoughts, that inner voice, it will undermine your self-confidence and your self-esteem and your self-trust if you ever get into the habit of asking yourself questions that create this doubt, this worry. So really, if you want to achieve if you want to achieve your dreams, your goals, your desires, master your attention in everything that you do, be mindful. When you're reading a book, be mindful. If, you know, someone sends you a text message and you just made a cup of coffee and you're going to pick up the cup of coffee, stop paying attention to the phone for two seconds and be mindful as you pick up that cup of coffee because nine times out of 10, if you bump that cup of coffee and you spill it or you dump it on your shirt, it's because your attention was somewhere else and you were acting out of habit. It didn't have the full focus of your attention. And now you've, you've dumped your coffee on your shirt. Ask me how I know I've been there. Even though this episode has been short, there is actually some very potent information here for you. And I would love to know how you're able to take what I've shared with you today and implement it in your life as you go about mastering your thoughts and mastering your attention so that you have the focus and clarity that allows you to just do what needs to be done in your business and to do it without being in your feelings and emotions, which as we all know, is what allows you to make good objective decisions in your business as you grow it, as you scale it, and as you build those relationships that allow you to create a legacy, that's something that you've always looked for. So um, I would look forward to hearing from you. You can screenshot this episode. You can share it on Instagram. You can DM me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I would love to know your thoughts and how this is impacting the way you approach your mindset and your life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference elevating humanity and mankind.